After Rally Australia, we caught up with Bex Williams from WRC.com. This week, we find out what life is like on the WRC road. I hope you'll stay with us. Rebecca Williams, or Bex as we know and love her, works for the WRC.com. Previously, she's had all sorts of work in and around motorsport and media. We had a chance to catch up with Bex at the end of the season after the Rally Australia at Coffs Harbour and we started by talking about what Coffs Coast has done for this event. We've been coming to Coffs Coast for a few years now and we've been over the east side of Australia for a number of years since it left Perth back in 2006. And I have to say, Coffs Coast has really embraced the WRC. Year on year, we see the event get stronger. The organisers understand what they need to do to to bring people in, to bring rallies to the people. The super special stages at the end of the day are perfect for that. If you don't know a huge amount about rallying and you're not keen to head out into the forest and spend your day, uh, you know, out in the baking hot sunshine, then what's what's more perfect than actually heading to the jetty at the end of the day, watching as the sun goes down these incredibly powerful machines powering through a super special stage and getting your glimpse of that. And, you know, there were a lot of families there this weekend that we noticed, especially at those super special stages, children getting their first glimpse of what rallying is all about. And as many people know, as soon as you get your first glimpse, you're hooked <laughs> and, and they're in for life. But I think as a whole, this event in Australia now has really taken a firm hold. It gets better year on year. The organisers are improving massively year on year. Right now, we're all waiting in Sydney. All of the championship has basically come down south for a huge gala dinner to round out the year. A big party down in the Rocks area, the harbour area of Sydney, which Rally Australia organisers have sorted out for the championship because they see the need for, for a bit of a celebration after a, a tough season. It's got a good home here. I'd love the event, though. I'd love WRC to head back to New Zealand as well because some of the best roads in the world are in Rally New Zealand, and it would be fantastic if we could have both events as part of the calendar and do them back-to-back. Powers of B, we're not sure whether they're listening to you, Bex, but uh, the gloves will be (laughs) probably coming off for who's going to have this part of the Southern Hemisphere's WRC event. Yeah, absolutely. You certainly do. And I mean, I think, you know, the drivers have certainly enjoyed this being the final round of the season. You know, it's a very relaxed atmosphere. When when the championship comes long haul, there is a more relaxed atmosphere. We're here for longer. You fly out to the event early. You get a bit more of a feel of where you are. And, you know, I've seen nothing but smiles all weekend from the drivers. They've really enjoyed being in Australia. They've enjoyed the massive hospitality that Coffs Coast delivers. And, you know, as you say, they have fantastic stages to go out and rally on. And yet the powers that be, I'm sure, will be looking at Rally New Zealand. They've made a huge case in the past few years to come back into the championship. I firmly believe they warrant a place on the championship calendar. How it fits in, whether we see rotational Australia and New Zealand, or whether we see them both in the calendar at the same time, who knows? I mean, we've done it before when they've both run the same years, done Australia first and then gone over to New Zealand. That has happened previously. Whether that could happen again, I don't know. There's a lot of talk at the moment of rotation, but that's very difficult when you have to have a sponsor on board and say to them, okay, one year we won't be here, we'll be in New Zealand, and one year we'll be back. How do you hold on to sponsorship 
when you have a situation like that, it's a difficult call. Yeah, and it was a problem last time we were in that situation, both here in Australia and in New Zealand. You need that consistency and, mm. and to build those relationships. Beck, uh, just before you go, of course, uh, you've been in and around the WRC now. I, it, you must be in 15th or 16th year being involved either in radio yeah. or online. How have you How have you enjoyed that? And obviously, it's a busy lifestyle travelling all over the world. It, it's not an easy lifestyle. The travel can take its toll, but I tell you what, I, I believe I have the best job in the world. I really do. I, I feel exceptionally lucky and privileged to be able to do what I love and to travel the world with it. You know, I've, I've loved being part of the WRC, and it, I started full-time in 2002, although a couple of rallies before from 99 onwards. And I, as you say, I've been involved in radio, normal, normal radio, online radio, of course, television. I'm hosting press conferences for the FIA as well. And you see it across the board, the different media. Social media has been fantastic for the championship because it really opens it up to such a global market where you can interact with people around the world. I absolutely love it. I can't imagine now doing any other job. The only bit I don't like is queuing at airports. If we could get rid of that, it would be absolutely perfect. How have you seen over that period, though, the change in the way people are digesting the information? I remember listening to you online streaming back in in those early days with Greg Strange Mm. at the helm and, uh, of course, just trying to move then onto digital fronts, a wider digital and more broadband digital fronts. How how has that changed your role and how has that changed the way people have been able to perceive and appreciate the WRC? Yeah, you know... Digital has such a a huge influence uh, across everything nowadays, doesn't it? When we started online radio back in 2002, online radio existed back then, of course, but not really so much in a sports market the way we were doing it, covering a championship, broadcasting for three whole days, you know, across maybe 10 to 13 hours a day. Uh, We noticed then that there was a big uptake in it. People wanted to consume, they wanted to follow the championship, and the only way to do that was to do it in real time, to, to follow a radio station online and be part of, consider yourself then part of the WRC family uh, in a way. What we find now, things like social media, of course, Facebook, Twitter, live streaming such as Periscope app, Facebook Live, there's so many ways to consume and people will consume anything you give them if they want to see it. They want to see WRC. If we said tomorrow, okay, there's a WRC Snapchat, there's a WRC this, that, the other, people would be there and watching it. And I'm all for maximizing every possible ounce of social media as much as we possibly can. I'm loving the fact that we're able to see more stages live using the WRC Plus format. It costs a lot of money, obviously, to film and broadcast stages live they don't do them on every one sadly the budget isn't there but the ones they do carry across on on platforms like that are digested massively by by everyone out there you know they're tuning in from wherever they are in the world it's online so you don't have to be subscribing to goodness knows what television you have to subscribe to one platform and you're able to view lots of different things. I mean, having access, I mean, back in the day, Craig, you'll remember, well, the only onboard footage you could see was what the small glimpses we'd see on television. Now you have access, full access to drivers onboards. You can compare them against each other on stages and watch how Sebastian Auger can beat uh, Hayden Padden, let's say. Hayden uses it as a tool, as a driver's tool, to see where he's going wrong, what kind of... What lines can he take differently? Where he's losing precious seconds? There's so much 
that's opened up in the past few years that are enabling people to see more into the world we live in in terms of sport, WRC in particular. It's not a closed-off thing anymore. The accessibility, whether you're there in the service park and talking to a driver or if you're a million miles away, is huge. And it's so important that that continues to grow. And I imagine one of the toughest things for yourself is to be able to turn off because you've gone from let's say, doing a broadcast, which might be uh, 10 to 12 hours in a day, to now a 24-hour deadline online. It must be very difficult to yeah. say, we've got to draw a line in this. We could, we could report 10 more stories, but we've got to draw a line in the sand. I've got to have a break. Exactly, you do, because, you know, it's, it's like everything is constant nowadays. You're right, it doesn't switch off. There's news breaking all the time. You, can, you could be reporting constantly day in, day out. But then I think to keep things fresher, it's best not to. Um, you know, we, uh, I find myself, at least, uh, stepping back from it. Certainly after an event is done, it's going to be difficult this week because there'll be so much breaking news. But after an event is done, you take a couple of days just to not focus on it at all and then you come back with maybe a podcast or some twitter messages or share some pictures of your weekend and it's a little bit fresher for people if you bombard people with stuff all the time you're going to become boring to them and i yeah you have to step back from it and you would go crazy i mean i could be on twitter all day scrolling for news and seeing who's saying what and who's doing what but you know your life goes by doesn't it <laughs> you know so you, you need to step away from social media sometimes definitely it's it's a good thing. Mm. Well, Bex, no one ever gets sick of you reporting on the WRC and uh, pretty much on Inside Motorsport. Craig, it's been a joy to speak to you as always. I hope you had a great new year. Look forward to catching up with you next week on the show. But until then, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.